Good morning and welcome to the Love Grows Podcast, a ministry of St. James Anglican Church in Paris, Ontario. I'm Father Jason, the Rector of St. James, and as always, it's a privilege and a delight to be praying with you. Today is Wednesday, September the 26th, and today is the celebration of the commemoration of Lancelot Andrews, who was the Bishop of Winchester. From all the saints we read, Lancelot Andrews was a scholarly bishop of Winchester who died in the year 1626. And we remember him today because of his legacy of preaching and devotion is one of the touchstones of our Anglican tradition. Andrews spent over 30 years at Cambridge University, first as an undergraduate, then as a teaching fellow, and finally as master of Pembroke College. His learning was immense, and he knew so many languages, a wit once said, that he could have been the interpreter general at the confusion of tongues. His gifts as a scholar not only won him a seat on the commission which produced the King James Version of the Bible in 1611, but also successive appointments as the Bishop of Chichester, Eli, and Winchester. And I probably butchered those names, and so if you know how to say them correctly, you'll forgive me for that. But there was more to Andrews than scholarship and the prestige it won for him. While master of Pembroke College, he was also the rector of a London church where he nourished his congregation with instruction in the art and discipline of prayer. And every Saturday he used to walk the aisles of old St. Paul's Cathedral, ready to hear any who came to him for confession and spiritual counsel. Likewise, in his sermons, he marshaled all his learning in order to expound with passion the saving truth contained in each word and phrase of his text. After his death in 1626, he left behind another testimony to his devotion, a little book called Private Prayers, in which texts from Scripture and the Church's ancient liturgies were brought together in a braid of adoration, praise, thanksgiving, penitence, oblation, intercession, and petition. Thus, in private prayer as in public office, Lancelot Andrews sought to be in touch with the deepest springs of Christian action, experience, and thought so that his character became like a mirror in which the Church of England beheld the rich integrity of its own inheritance. So today we commemorate and give thanks for the life and witness of Lancelot Andrews. Our service of morning prayer begins on page 47 of the Book of Alternative Services. Let us pray. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us worship. Together, the Venite. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us worship.
The first reading is from the book of Esther. That same night, the king simply couldn't sleep. He had the official royal records brought in, and his young male servants began reading them to the king. They came to the report about Mordecai, informing on Bigthan and Teresh. They were the two royal eunuchs among the guards protecting the king's doorway, who secretly planned to, king, who secretly planned to kill King Aharasus. Aha. What was done to honor and reward Mordecai for this, the king asked. His young male servants replied, Nothing was done for him, sir. Who is that out in the courtyard? the king asked. Haman had just entered the outer courtyard of the palace when he came to tell the king to impale Mordecai on the pole that he had set up for him. The king's servants answered, That's Haman standing out in the courtyard, sir. So the king said, Have him come in. When Haman entered, the king asked him, What should be done for the man whom the king really wants to honor? Haman thought to himself, whom would the king really want to honor more than me? So Haman said to the king, Here's what should be done for the man the king really wants to honor. Have servants bring out a royal robe that the king himself has worn, and a horse on which the king himself has ridden. It should have a royal crest on its head. Then hand over the robe and the horse to another man, one of the king's officials. Have him personally robe the man whom the king really wants to honor, and lead him on the horse through the city square. As he goes, have him shout, This is what the king does for the man he really wants to honor. Then the king said to Haman, Hurry, take the robe and the horse just as you've said, and do exactly for Mordecai the Jew who works at the king's gate. Don't leave out a single thing you've said. So Haman took the robe and the horse and put the robe on Mordecai. He led him on horseback through the city square, shouting as he went, This is what the king does for the man he really wants to honor. Afterward, Mordecai returned to the king's gate, while Haman hurried home, feeling great shame, his head covered. Haman told his wife Zeresh and all his friends everything that had happened to him. Both his friends and his wife said to him, You've already begun to lose out to Mordecai. He is of Jewish birth. You'll not be able to win against him. You are surely going to lose out to him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The appointed psalm for this morning is Psalm 119, verses 97 to 120, page 875, and we will read it together responsively by whole verse. Psalm 119, verses 97 to 120, page 875. Oh, how I love your law! All the day long it is in my mind. Your commandment has made me wiser than my enemies, and it is always with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your decrees are my study. I am wiser than the elders, because I observe your commandments. I restrain my feet from every evil way, that I might keep your word. I do not shrink from your judgments, because you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, they are sweeter than honeycomb to my mouth. Through your commandments I gain understanding, therefore I hate every lying way. Your word is a lantern to my feet, and a light upon my path. 
I have sworn and am determined to keep your righteous judgments. I am deeply troubled. Preserve my life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, O Lord, the willing tribute of my lips, and teach me your judgments. My life is always in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have set a trap for me, but I have not strayed from your commandments. Your decrees are my inheritance forever. Truly they are the joy of my heart. I have applied my heart to fulfill your statutes forever and to the end. I hate those who have a divided heart, but your law do I love. You are my refuge and shield. My hope is in all your word. Away from me, you wicked. I will keep the commandments of my God. Sustain me according to your promise that I may live, and let me not be disappointed in my hope. Hold me up and I shall be safe, and my delight shall ever be in your statutes. You spurn all who stray from your statutes, their deceitfulness is in vain. In your sight all the wicked of the earth are but dross, therefore I love your decrees. My flesh trembles with dread of you, I am afraid of your judgments. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The second reading is from the book of Acts. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul took a route through the interior and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you came to believe? They replied, We've not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, What baptism did you receive then? They answered, John's baptism. Paul explained, John baptized with a baptism by which people showed they were changing their hearts and lives. It was a baptism that told people about the one who was coming after him. This is the one in whom they were to believe. This one is Jesus. After they listened to Paul, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking in other languages and prophesying. Altogether, there were about twelve people. Paul went to the synagogue and spoke confidently for the next three months. He interacted with those present and offered convincing arguments concerning the nature of God's kingdom. Some people had closed their minds, though. They refused to believe and publicly slandered the way. As a result, Paul left them, took the disciples with him, and continued with his daily interactions in Tyrannus's lecture hall. This went on for two years so that everyone living in the province of Asia, both Jews and Greeks, heard the Lord's word. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Together we confess the faith of our baptism in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. For our intercessions this morning, we will use intercession number 4 on page 113. 
In peace, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, hear and have mercy. We pray for all who confess the name of Christ. Fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, hear and have mercy. We pray for all those whose lives are bound in mutual love and for those who live in celibacy. Be their joy and their strength. Lord, hear and have mercy. For all in danger and for those who are far from home, prisoners, exiles, victims of oppression, grant them your salvation. Lord, hear and have mercy. For all who are facing trials and difficulties, for those who are sick and those who are dying, show them your kindness and mercy. Lord, hear and have mercy. We pray for one another. May we always be united in service and love. Lord, hear and have mercy. We pray to be forgiven our sins and set free from all hardship, distress, want, war, or injustice. Lord, hear and have mercy. May we discover new and just ways of sharing the goods of the earth, struggling against exploitation, greed, or lack of concern. May we all live by the abundance of your mercies and find joy together. Lord, hear and have mercy. May we be strengthened by our communion with all Christ's saints. Lord, hear and have mercy. Everlasting God, you guided your servant Lancelot Andrews in preaching and in prayer to bring forth ancient treasures for the renewing of the English Church. Grant us to share his conformity to Christ, that our hearts may love you, our minds may serve you, and our lips may proclaim the greatness of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.